Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Track. At Track, our aim is to shine a light on the UK running club scene. Um, as always, I'm joined by George Beardmore and Kat Hutchison. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, good. Yeah, good thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks, George. Um, got quite a bit to talk through this week. There seems to be lots of results on the country, the road and the track. So a few things to get our teeth into. Um, and we've also got an interview to share with the listeners at the end of this episode, um, which we'll get to as well. So lots to get through. George, um, since we last spoke, you race the National Cross Country at Parliament Hill, finished a, a very uh, respectable, a brilliant 25th. Um, how did it go? I saw a few clips of you on uh, various Instagram reels and stories. And um, yeah, so it looked like you had a good run. How was it? Yeah, really good. Um, didn't expect to come 25th at all. Uh, I think Frank had said the day before, probably, or a couple of days before, that top 50 would be a, a good result. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, just over the moon with 25th, really, because, and then I think I was fourth number 23, which is a bit of a, um, well, fake statistic, I suppose, because a lot of the under 23s, people like Matt Stonia and people like that are in the under 20 race, just with how the birthday, depending on which side of Christmas your birthday is. But yeah, still, fourth number 23 so that's that's pretty good um yeah just really I mean, it was horrendous it was like probably the hardest race i've ever done wow probably uh, maybe harder than great south run that last two miles of great south run into the wind were pretty ridiculous but yeah, it was 12k feels like 15 um i think it was 44 minutes so yeah not far off sort of on a road three minute okay ish yeah so yeah really tough but moved through the field well um ran the first hill well better than i thought i would considering there was two thousand people in the race almost too well i got to like there's a path that goes across about halfway up well it's it's halfway in distance but then the hill really kicks up after that path and i was like pretty much leading at that point and like alex he was next to me and i thought yeah, probably got off a bit too hard here, but <laughs> better than being stuck in the masses. Um, and then, yeah, just was three laps. I think it was like 45th, then 35th, then 25th. So moved through well. I think the fact it was 12K played into my hands. So, yeah, really pleased. Brilliant. So did you give Alex a bit of an elbow to get that first? first yeah. Yeah, I was. I stood next, pretty much next to him on the start line, um, which is pretty cool obviously Olympic gold medalist and then you know it's a pretty famous start so yeah stood on the start line with like 2,000 people behind you and Alexi next to you was was, yeah pretty cool. Very good and um, muddy so obviously 12k um, hilly was it muddy as well it looked like it was in quite a few places. Yeah it wasn't wasn't as bad as Bucks Um, there was more runnable sections than bucks but where it was bad it was really bad um like just like foot deep like massive footprints on like corners just like horrendous yeah um definitely worse than the Birmingham League the week before just because it was heavier mud rather than just being a bit wet um yeah but yeah like I say there were some some runnable sections which suited me I still like see myself as a road runner so on those bits felt like I could make some progress and then just kind of had to yeah grit it out on the on the muddy bits but 
Yeah, really good, really good result. How did you find it trying to fight through the people you were lapping at the end? That looked a bit tricky. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I've spoken to a few people about this because obviously you need to be careful not to be like elitist in any way um, because like part of the experience and part of the um like what's so good about the national is the fact anyone can enter like the video of like two thousand plus men running up parliament hill with london in the background is amazing um but obviously when you're in your race and um like only rethinking about yourself like that doesn't come into your head at all you're not thinking as you're running past quite a lot of people that oh it's a good thing they're here because it kind of it looks good on the video and it's like inclusive. So like when you're just thinking about yourself and you're in your race, you're just thinking, oh, for God's sake, like um, just weave it. But it, yeah. it almost it helps in a weird way because you're, I just noticed on my last lap, I wasn't like thinking as much about how much pain I was in. Like it just gave yeah. me something to focus on. The only time it got annoying is if there's like, only one good line through the mud and they don't necessarily see you coming from behind so they take the good line and you end up like <clears throat> in the muddy bit but like like I say I didn't it didn't affect my race at all it's just like you just gotta yeah get on with it I suppose and like I say it's it's all part of the national it's what makes it what it is so yeah certainly not complaining because um, it's of such a long such a well-known race I was really surprised that they wouldn't have worked out how long to make the course to not lap people. And then I spoke to someone who said that you used to, any club could enter, but you could enter 12 and run nine. So you're okay. more limited. So you run your nine best runners. And that's what kept the field sort of more competitive. So the lapping probably wasn't a problem when it first started. So it's the kind of opening up so that you can run as many runners as you like, which is actually, because I just yeah. couldn't have a race so famous could have that issue at the end which I mean like you said it's it's all kind of part of it you're and it takes your mind off it but it's yeah. just messy to try and work out where everyone was when you were yeah that was the thing for me I think like just everyone like on a corner or something if you tried to kind of have a look over your shoulder to see where the next runner was how far you had ahead of them and like you know, you'd you'd see about 50 people and only maybe two of them were sort of in your race um so yeah that that it just made it a bit complicated to see who was actually in front of you where you actually were you started like lose your bearings a little bit but yeah I think it it worked it worked in that you yeah it gives you something else to focus on but then also maybe you you just almost go into cruise control a bit when you're sort of watching what's going on around you and like trying to dodge people you'll sort of forget to run hard enough as silly as that sounds um yeah down more chance as well like if you've got a good line through people or if you lost your momentum you yeah could... exactly yeah and and to be fair a lot of them are really good like like getting over to one side like early looking over their shoulders shouting at other people to do the same the marshals were kind of shouting like lead lead runners on your right sort of thing so yeah, they tried their best, and I'm sure, particularly with like the the leaders and Mohammed, Mohammed, and um, Caress and Yi, like they they obviously wouldn't want one of their races to be kind of finished by someone tripping them over, or cutting them up. So I'm sure they sort of made extra effort with them. But um, yeah, yeah, it, I say it didn't 
it didn't affect my race, I, I, my finishing position at all. So yeah, it's just yeah, all part of the national, I suppose. Yeah, great stuff, George. Well, just as you you mentioned there uh, in the men's senior race, Mohammed Mohammed won. Uh, he was uh, in front of Emil Caress, who came second, and then uh, as you said, Alex Xi was third, um, and then Mohammed's brother Zach Mohammed came fourth. Interestingly, um, in the women's race, senior women's Jessica Gibbon won the race and she was followed home by Eleanor Bolton and then Bronwyn Owen was third with Olympic triathlon silver medalist Georgia Taylor-Brown fourth. So um, some fairly big names there and familiar names to us all. Um, back again next year then, George? Yeah, definitely. I think, I don't know where it is next year. I feel like they alternate like North, South, Midlands. So mm. it's been like Leeds, Nottingham, London. So I presume that means he's back up north again, maybe. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, always well I, the first one of the first races I put down in my like um race calendar. So yeah, definitely. Great stuff. You ever done it, Kat? No. No, I haven't. Too hilly and muddy. And yeah, and I'd be one of the ones getting in George's way. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh you did do, however, Kat, uh 20 mile run yesterday around Wainwright loop. So um, that's something to talk about. Move of dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So I think last time we spoke, I was quite half hearted about my marathon training. Didn't feel like I've had a very good build up. And so I decided, well, John suggested this time trial around Wainwright to see what sort of shape I'm in. And so he, in his usual style, got me some paces down there and um, I treated it completely like a race. Okay. Turned up thinking I'd run, well, told all of them that I'd run 8.15 pace, which is equivalent to a marathon, like 3.40 marathon that I've already run. Mm-hmm. And just had an absolute dream 20 miles, just so easy. Started off at 7.50 pace, just kept picking it up until finished at 7.17 pace the last two miles but just gradually building it up throughout. So average 7.33, which would be, if I kept, if I did continue at that pace, it would be a 3.18 marathon. Okay. Um, but I reckon it felt good, but the last two miles were tough. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm in shape to carry that on. But obviously I think I'm probably in line for a pretty big PB if I get to the start line at Manchester. So a big confidence booster, I suppose, ahead. So yeah. four weeks out now, just under. It's quicker than I've ever run 20 miles before. Mm. That's And obviously feeling like I was in such bad shape, that was a real shock. Mm. And um, unlike some other industrial estate loops, that's had the wheel on it. So you can be somewhat confident it is 20 miles. Yeah, yeah. official wheeled course. My watch actually said it was short, but the two people I was running with were Dan's watch you did the whole 20 miles with me you said it was long okay. and John wouldn't let me carry on running after the 20 miles because <laughs> it's a wheeled course he was just like no stop you can't run to your watch very good so what is the plan um four weeks from today or, or yesterday what are you what's the pace plan and well, the old time or is it just fairly loose still oh yeah I think probably go out to run 325 I think that's seven minutes extra on that time trial, mm-hmm. which 
I think it it felt good cruising at sort of 7.45 to 7.35 was okay. I only picked it up because I knew I only had 20 miles to run. So I kept going down to like we did the last eight miles at 7.22 pace. But at that pace, I was running out of steam. Like I wouldn't be able to do that for the whole marathon. But I think if I stayed in that middle area, I could probably go for longer and then try and pick it up again. I just paced it. I, I look at there's there's an app or a, like it's a website thing called Marco Marathon Pace. And it's okay. like one one pound 45 to use it for 24 hours and it's this calculator and you put in your what marathon time you want to run or you're meant to put in your half time and then it will predict but I like to put in what I actually want to run and and then it will tell you how to pace it so it shows you to like run the first two miles slower the middle section just just under the pace you want to do and then the last section so you basically build up but that's kind of what I did during that run and it feels so good to do it that way because you just you just keep getting faster and faster <laughs> and then you just kind of judge how much energy you've got to get you to the end and just go okay like it's sounds good but, I mean I could use that 20 miles to try and just run even splits but I just feel like I run better building it up yeah well so much of it is in your head isn't it so if, if it yeah. feels okay then you might as well go with it I would say yeah so yeah I think it's hard to tell it was a bit of a dream run that one I didn't expect it and so I don't know if Manchester will just go awful now and I'll just be really disappointed yeah well speaking of which <laughs> confidence booster uh, I had a confidence crusher the other week um, no, I'm, I'm being silly so I went I ran Wokenham <laughs> half marathon um, and I was disappointed with my my time so I ran 71 40 something which was quite a it's like a minute 10 off my PB which when you feel like you're in good shape is is always a bit of a disappointment um, still not really sure what happened exactly um, I was on pace for sort of like 70 minute pace which was the goal or, or just under for about eight miles um, fe never feeling good on it, but on pace. Um, and then after eight miles, it just sort of fell apart fairly quickly when it started to go. So, um, I mean, I didn't love the course. I found the course pretty tough, um, but I think that was just a reflection of me having feeling bad because um, it, it, it was lumpy. There were hills. It was a little bit windy, but it wasn't as bad as I felt it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. One of those days, trying not to, trying for it not to sort of, not to throw the, the baby out with the bathwater and um, and just sort of had another good week this week afterwards. So that was good. Um, so yeah, just trying to carry on now. I think Kat, we were speaking just before we pressed record. Last time I was on here, I was saying I might have a short taper, maybe only a two week taper. But I think really after that half marathon, and probably the suggestion that I'm just a bit tired and leggy after so many miles. I think maybe I might just try and focus over the next four weeks of getting a little bit fresher. Um, you know, the miles are probably in the bank that are going to help me in terms of strength anyway. So, yeah, maybe start to, to lower the miles a little bit from now on four weeks out. Not a huge amount, but certainly 
less than than the 100 odd miles 95 miles I've been doing so yeah the aim now is to get fresh try and put that behind me um take some of the positives out of it which is I still ran 13 miles quicker than marathon pace so if I did that round Wayne right I would have thought that was a good session so um it's just disappointing when you have a goal and you don't hit it obviously but one of those things yeah and you had a good this Saturday you said you did 20 22 miles at marathon pace pretty much yeah so that was um that was just Saturday just gone so that was a yeah probably one of the biggest marathon sessions I've done four by four miles at target marathon pace with a mile float so again Frank Baddock's suggestion of floating rather than recovery yeah um so yeah I was hitting about 540s ish for the ons and 605 or 610s for the float which got me out about 20 miles at about 544 545 so um which is really good and a couple of miles warm up and a jog down so good volume so I think I think the volume is there and it's been there for the last eight nine ten weeks so yeah, yeah I think if I get a bit fresher I'll give myself a chance but it's one of those yeah, yeah that sounds like good plan really nice long taper and you should yeah. be. and I think sometimes a disappointing race in the build-up is actually you run a better marathon you know Smashing that 20 miles probably means I'm going to run a rubbish marathon. <laughs> yeah, well, you would, have, you would have wanted it that way. Better to be good at Wainwright, I always say. Yeah, I mean, that if, you, if you're going to perform well, that's where you want to do it. <laughs> George, In front of the crowds. <laughs> speaking of performing well, I should have mentioned uh, National Cross. Um, I know we normally do it at the end, but this week's interviewee, um, had a pretty good day at National Cross. So do you want to just mention um, who you interviewed, who the listeners will be able to listen to at the end of this this week's episode? Yeah, so um, Alex Millard, she's at Loughborough. Um, yeah, as am I, obviously. Um, so know her pretty well. She went into his favourite. I don't think she would have said that herself. But <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of people, yeah, in Loughborough was pretty confident she had a, a very good chance and yeah she she won by about 30 seconds I think in the end so this is under women's under 20s um so she had a really good run at Bucks and came fourth um part of the Loughborough team gold and then yeah um just just dominated the nationals to be honest like I saw her come around after one lap and um like just looked like she was jogging she was at the front with like one or two others and you could just tell from that moment on really like that she was going to win and then yeah she did pull away in that second lap and yeah really impressive run first time she's um won nationals or like a national event I think um and yeah Alex is going to world student games this weekend as part of the GB relay team which is um two athletes doing 4k two athletes doing 2k and it's mixed so a boy and a girl doing four and a boy and a girl doing two so she's doing a 4k leg um and yeah so I spoke about that I spoke about nationals training Loughborough in general um yeah so it's good great yeah perfect thanks George yeah so we'll, we'll put that at the end of um our little chat now um so quite a few things to talk about in terms of results, guys. I don't know where you want to start. Perhaps we can quickly talk about the most recent race. So we're recording on the Monday. Uh, yesterday, 
uh, we saw Trafford 10K take place, and that was a fairly uh, rapid um, race, as it often is. Um, just a quick one in terms of the women. So Jess Judd ran 31.06, uh, which basically, uh, first of all, is a, a very big PB and moves her fourth on the UK all-time list. Um, Samantha Harrison, who we've interviewed, came second in 31.11, which put puts her fifth all time on the UK list. Um, and Charlotte Arter in third with a PB of 31.26. And in the men's race, we saw um, Kadar Omar win of Birchfield, Johnny Meller, who we've spoken to in second, and Ben Connor third, 28.27 for, um, for the winning men's time there. Um, but just a quick one on Jess Judd, I suppose. 31.06, a pretty, pretty special performance. Yeah, looks like she's she's doing great. And uh, also um, further down had Kirsty Longley ran thirty four thirty, the fastest. I think it's the fastest bet forty five in forty five years or something. Um, yeah. So really good to see her running so well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all the women that was great. You know, Jess Judd is obviously just get stronger and stronger and um Samantha Harrison still so new to the sport is um improving all the time it's really great to see yeah very good okay um other news then George we saw uh, a pretty special um 10,000 meter race over in America so sound running the 10 um so this took place I suppose overnight on on Saturday for us um, we saw the American record broken with Grant Fisher. We saw the Canadian record broken, I believe, uh, Mo Ahmed, and uh, the Scottish record, Andy Butcher, um, also we saw go. Um, but I suppose Paddy Devo is one that you might want to mention. Uh, he came sixth in 27.23, which I believe is a, a qualifying time for the world champs. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's if it's the same as the Olympics, which I'm pretty sure it is, it's 27-28. So, yeah, five seconds under. And I think fifth brittle time. Mm -hmm. um, that's Farrah Scott. I uh, forget who else. Um, but, yeah, remarkable. Uh, just rapid. But, yeah, 27-23 is um, like, seriously quick. And, yeah, it was, it was at Loughborough a few years ago. Um, running for Puma now, I think. Um, so he's just gone pro. So that's that's clearly working for him. And I think at, at the moment, it's just within the window, him and Mark Scott are the only two with the standard. As I think Atkin and Butchart's times when, yeah, are outside of the world champs window, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, um, as it stands, yeah, one of only two Brits with the standard. So he got a very good chance of, yeah, going to Worlds, which would be, yeah, really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. What are they doing over at Bowerman, George? Grant Fisher, 26.33, and Mo Ahmed, 26.34. Um, Eating ball burritos? Yeah, <laughs> something's going on. Um, but amazing performances there. Um, but just a stack field, I guess. Um, so we saw the Australian record as well go, Jack Rayner. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just a, an amazing... One of those days where everyone runs fast, I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right, good. Um, speaking of running fast, indoors, Josh Kerr. Um, so Josh Kerr ran um, 
broke a couple of records in the same race, actually, the indoor 1500 meter British record and the mile British indoor record um, at, uh, I believe, Boston University, which is a renowned fast indoors track um, for whatever reason. Um, did you see that one? Pretty special performance from Josh Kerr. Yeah, I've watched the race back um, and he was quite a long way out front, wasn't he? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, so he was. I think he was paced for about six hundred or eight hundred, possibly, and then then there was just a big gap between him and yeah the rest of the field. Yeah. So yeah, really impressive to run that more or less on his own, and yeah, I suppose that might scare Jakob a little bit, which would be exciting for Worlds if, well, just for the summer in general, if if Josh Kerr can get closer to him in chapter guy, because obviously Kerr medaled at the Olympics, but. Generally, throughout the year, he was quite a long way third best behind Chariot and Jakob. So, mm. um, yeah, he could, yeah, I mean, uh, to be running this well, like early on, is a little bit surprising, I think, for him because he, yeah, seems to be someone that hits off season pretty hard. Um, <laughs> and then kind of, yeah, just bring like races himself into form kind of throughout the summer. So, I was a bit surprised to see him running this well early on, but um, yeah, I suppose it can only be a good thing. So exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I should mention he ran 348.87 was his time. Uh, and that beat Peter Elliott's long-standing British record of 352 set in 1990. And he went through the 15, George, in 332.86, I believe. And so, Jakob's, was that a 331 Jakob's record, was it? I believe it was a couple of weeks ago indoors. Yeah. So yeah, he's right there, which is exciting. Yeah, really good. Um, so yeah, hopefully um, that continues and um, we see, as you say, a good, good and always exciting 1500 meters, but um, hopefully one with British interest right at the, at the forefront of it going forward. Cool. Okay. Um, anything you wanted to touch upon from the, uh, the British athletics indoors champs? George, um, did you watch much of that on BBC? I didn't really watch any of it because it was, it was over well, Nationals weekend, so I was out all day Saturday and most of Sunday in London. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think what actually happened. I think Key yeah, yeah, Hodgkinson coming second in the 400 was very impressive. Um, yeah, she's clearly flying still um, to be running that well in not even her distance is a yeah, pretty good position to be in. Yeah, and if you stick with the, the men's 1500, just as a bit of a comparison, so uh, Piers Copeland won in 349, um, Neil Gurley second, and uh, Charlie Grice third. So um, I was listening to um, Morgan McDonald and Ollie Hall and George Beamish's podcast uh, the other week, and they were sort of debating if Josh Kerr is running so well, we would have loved to see him do it in the the British champs and, and what have you. So, um, yeah, but obviously he seems to be a, a, a step ahead of, of those guys at the moment. Um, so, yeah, other, I think other things that stuck out, we saw um, Mark Scott win the 3,000 metres final ahead of Tinman's Jermaine Coleman and Tunbridge's James West. Um, Mark Scott ran 7.53.35. Um, yeah, and, and just a, a, a sort of a, a really solid... Um, set of performances across the board really we should shout out to um, Worcester AC's um, high jump specialist um, who finished third so Joe, Joel Clark Khan although we we don't talk much about high jump he came third in 
jumping 209. So um, yeah, well done to, to Joel. Um, okay, George, anything else caught your eye since we last spoke or anything to look ahead to? Uh, well, it's, so, it's in counties this weekend, isn't it? Um, no idea who's racing sort of from the, the top end. It's podium as well. And then, well, world students, but that will mainly affect the under 20 races. Um, and then well, the world indoors team has announced from that. So got that to look forward to. I think it should be on the BBC. That's two weeks away, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, How's your week in the lead up to inter-counties been? Um, what, what sort of sessions have you done? Are you taking the foot off the, the pedal a little bit this week? Um, no, I think it'll be pretty much um, training as normal, really, other than Thursday will be a little bit lighter. So had a pretty big weekend, quite a long grass or tough grass session on Saturday. Did six by five minutes, pretty muddy. Um, and then did 15 miles a bit too quick um 552s i think it was yesterday but felt good which is good one of the best i've felt on one of those runs so yeah that's yeah, my excuse from the coach pardon got a scolding from the coach no i haven't um yeah he gave me two drops he hasn't um okay he hasn't told me he hasn't yeah he hasn't told me off just yet so i mean to be fair i've done i've done them with him and we've also done them too quick so if he does um, tell me it was too quick and training tomorrow night then I'll say that he's done the same with me so um, this is obviously yeah, right so, we're talking about again um, who's training for Manchester Marathon as we've mentioned a few times yeah um, so yeah I got 8 by 800 on the track tomorrow night 5k-ish pace that'd be good um, and then yeah easy easy Wednesday probably easy Thursday morning and then a light tempo Thursday evening and yeah, for us Friday, and then it's only like, like 10, 20 minute drive from, from Loughborough into counties. So it's pretty easy. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. I think it's going to be muddy. I know Gus, who is in the group at Loughborough, he said he went to do a session there and he's racing the weekend as well. Um, he did a session there the same day as Nationals, and yeah, he said it was muddy already. And we're last race, so it's going to be very muddy, I think. But okay. yeah, can't be any worse than Bucks or Parliament Hill, I wouldn't have thought. No. And do you have expectations going into this race at all? Or is it just a case of racing who's around you and see where, where that puts you? Yeah, it's it's tough. It's sort of tough to know with you never know how many people bother kind of carrying on their season beyond nationals into I mean, this is technically British championships. Um I mean it would normally be well every other year it's a world championships qualifying race. It's not this year, so that means a few less people might bother. You think of podium 5K, which might take a few more away. You do then add in like the Welsh, Scottish and Irish that weren't at national. So that maybe kind of brings the standard back up to a similar level. But yeah, I presume just finish a similar position as I did at nationals would be a, a good aim. And if the standard's a bit lower, then obviously try and finish a bit higher up. But um, I say Gus is there, again, who I train with. Yeah, do a lot of sessions with so hopefully be in and around where he is and yeah um finish the cross country season off well perfect okay well um we hope the week goes okay for you and uh you, you have a good run out there um i suppose the only other bit of running news that i thought i'd get your opinion on is the fact that um elliot kipchoge just keeps seem seemingly doesn't age and just gets 
um, stayed as good as he's, as he's always been. Uh, another 202 at Tokyo Marathon, so he's now won four of the six majors, which seems to be his his next goal to try and win all six of the major marathons. Um, we get just probably run out of things to say about him, don't we? Yeah, um, that's quick for Tokyo as well because that's not supposed to be one of the quickest, is it? I don't think. Or I, I don't maybe... think. It's, I think it's the fastest marathon on Japanese soil ever ran. Um, so obviously Tokyo as well, and and that was the same for Bridget Koskai who who ran two sixteen in the women's, I believe. Um, so yeah, just clicking off sort of fourteen thirty five k's, I think, for the majority of it. <laughs> Four, four, um, um, so I think he's now one, three, and four all time fastest time. So yeah, just amazing. Just that he obviously had that bad London, but other than that, um, and his blocked here, whatever his reason was, <laughs> um, just his consistency for the marathon is just ridiculous. Um, and yeah, to be yeah, just to be still doing it, to still want to be doing it as well. Obviously, after just winning the Olympics. Um, yeah, just just incredible. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, George. Um, we'll check in again, hopefully with um, another an interview in a, another week's time or so. Um, but thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoy the uh, Alex Millard interview that we've got coming up. Um, as we said, we sat down with George this week and had a chat about training and racing and and looking ahead to some pretty big competitions that she's got. Um, and yeah, that's it. Have a good one. Cheers, George. Good luck at Intercounties, and we'll check back in next time. Yeah, thank you. See you soon. Cheers. Thank you for joining me, Alex. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thank for you. having me. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on. Is this your first podcast? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Like it? I hope it goes all right yeah I'm <laughs> yeah, sure we'll be good be um so we're now eight days after nationals I think so yes. Sunday um yeah, it's gone quick it has isn't it um we'll talk about nationals in a bit now uh, you obviously had a pretty good run there um all right <laughs> how, have, how have things been since then have you recovered pretty well from the, the race the whole weekend yeah good it's been fine I'm a bit tired but um yeah I've just been taking it not easy but like a little bit easier maybe maybe um this week just sort of doing standard training because got wells coming up but not like doing anything crazy it's end of the season sort of yeah you know. that time of season where you're not yeah you're not going to get fitter you just, yeah yeah exactly so maintain keep you going um so how's your training been this weekend long run this morning session yesterday yeah, yeah exactly did a session at bragate park if anyone knows yesterday a bit hilly did some hill strides, which was tough with the girls, good. And then this morning, ran very early, earlier than usual. Had to get out of bed at like 7 a.m., which was uh, a different experience for me, personally. <laughs> um, it's early on a Sunday. Yeah, just because we were um, asked to take um, a group that was had come to Loughborough to do a, um, it's like a running trips camp thingy. Um, so we were asked to take some people on a run, which was it was very nice. It was a lovely morning, actually. So <laughs> it made it a lot easier to do it Good. at 7 a.m. <laughs> it was bearable. Did you show them the sights of Loughborough? Or, um... Yeah, the beautiful sights. As I said, it was really sunny. So actually, they saw Loughborough in its be- best light, which is quite nice. We went Beacon Hill. Very nice. The classic, the classic. Good route. Um, yeah. yeah, I was. I love Beacon, but I can't really go there on a Sunday when I'm 
running quicker but yeah you run too fast <laughs> i did run i did run too fast today as well um did not stick to the pace at all but easily done when you're on your own though get exactly away. yeah just get bored and speed up um so i was talking about training um like what's your typical training so you're um you're at Loughborough, obviously um with bill foster with his group is doing very well at the moment lots of good results in national yes, including you um yeah. and you're pretty much at the front of that group so yeah what does your typical training week look like yeah so monday is usually sort of just like an easy run um like 45 minutes ish maybe and then i usually do a, a bike as well a bit of cross training and we do drills us girls in the evening which is i'd say probably more for the social <laughs> no it's good it's um i think it really has helped like core strength i don't know yeah it's a good thing to do and then tuesday uh track session or grass session it has been grass majority but we just started doing a bit more track now as we're leading up to track season um which has been fun um wednesday easy run about an hour um and then i've got gym with the girls and with nathan um um and george <laughs> I'm an honorary girl on a Wednesday. Stupid timetable. Yeah, he joins the girls on a Wednesday. Um, and sometimes do a bike on a Wednesday as well. Thursday, we don't really get set tempos, but um, occasionally I'll do a cheeky one if I'm feeling up for it. <laughs> Just um, for a few weeks before sort of Bucks and Nationals, we were doing some, and before we'd sort of started more, a bit more track, we did some we did a run and then we'd stride on the track afterwards, which was good. And then Friday rest day, always. And then Saturday, yeah, session. So like, yeah, grass usually. And usually some hills at the moment. And so no long run, obviously. Very nice. Pretty much standard week, nothing yeah, like. Pretty standard, nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. ordinary. No. no seems, yeah, exactly. And it just seems to be a focus on like being consistent, not doing anything yeah. special in training, not training yeah. too hard and yeah. it's really been working as they say you, you won nationals and i think well there were girls in like seventh 12th yeah everyone ran really well great, great runs indira and abby brooke and yeah. tia everyone yeah and then kirsty in the women's race as well and obviously the bucks so yeah it. very good group um it's working. it's working definitely um so since you've been up for two years or a year and a half ish yes um how helpful have you found being part of like that group and now like you're obviously at the front these days but you've still got people there to yeah push you on and just yeah. yeah have fun yeah how helpful is that oh it's amazing I love I love the girls they're all great and like it's made such a difference this year because last year obviously it was very covid was very prevalent so like we didn't really meet most of us until like last january february properly um because obviously we couldn't really run with anyone so um yeah since then it's just been like so much nicer like getting to know everyone really well we all it's just such a nice team vibe atmosphere um and everyone's been like improving so much and like i yeah really grateful for like the yeah bill and like his training because honestly when i had when i got here like all I'd ever really done was track sessions like Tuesday, Thursday. So, and I didn't really know any different. And, but now here I'm like, I can't imagine doing that now. Like, especially in cross country season, like how can you build a, an endurance base, you know? So 
um yeah like tempo sessions is something I'd never really done before um and so yeah I think that's really helped really enjoyed it it's been it's been great <laughs> yeah definitely and I think like the well we've now been into like our first but well, we had track season last season I suppose but that didn't yes. happen yeah that's like proper summer we're going warm weather training as a group yeah it feels like yeah. that since certainly since even since Christmas and like restrictions are like non-existent now which is good like yeah just the group at Loughborough and I'm sure there's other universities like Birmingham and stuff that are the same but it does feel yeah really good at Loughborough at the moment doesn't it yeah loving it good um and then you're going to a race week now so yeah. does training change much obviously you say you don't tempo that much on a Thursday anyway so no. yeah do you have a yeah. set pre-race routine that um kind of it's nothing really like strict but I'd say just just a bit less really so I'll just take it a bit easier like just shortening like I'll probably keep the same sort of routine but just shortening everything yeah. um, and like don't do gym um and yeah and then what I do is because some people like rest the day before or whatever I'll I'll rest if I'm racing Saturday I'll rest Thursday and then do a little jog and strides on Friday yeah that seems to be quite popular these like yeah. i think i'm one of the only ones that doesn't run on a friday oh, yeah, you don't, well i just feel a bit more like you know i've got my legs going a bit i'm not going to feel sluggish in the morning but then but then i always have a rest day before a session on saturday, saturday. yeah that's my approach so, yeah, yeah that's really, i don't know i don't know but i think most of it's in your head it probably doesn't yeah. matter it's just, it probably doesn't matter it's just what you kind of prefer doing isn't it i don't really know but yeah, yeah that's the, that's the usual um thing i do so yeah but i'm leaving on wednesday for this one and the race is saturday so i mean i'll try and keep what i do similar i don't think it'll be hard to keep it similar yeah yeah exciting do just do it in portugal <laughs> yeah well there's worse yeah worse places to be doing it um yeah. so we'll come we'll come to that in a bit but we'll go back to nationals first um yes. i think it's probably you wouldn't have admitted it at the time but going to nationals you were probably the favorite it's only yeah. one of the favorites after bucks and Came forth the bucks and the three ahead of you were either Scottish or older. Yes. Um, so yeah, how did you sort of handle that going into race? Did you just try not to think about it and just treat it? Yeah. As well, I kind of didn't think about it much, like from sort of January to February. I just tried to not think about it. I was like, I've got other stuff to worry about. I've got bucks and stuff before. I've got I've got ages, you know. And then um, sort of leading up to it it was obviously like mentioned more like people saying oh you're gonna win like mm. and like I was I was saying that to myself I was like you can you can this is like a good chance for you um in my head but I was trying to like keep it like not like you have to win Do you know what I mean like, yeah. not, not get stressed out about it I was like it's not the end of the world if you don't like but it's it's a good chance um the week leading up to it there was like one day where I got quite stressed out about it I was like oh I really want to but then I then I was just like stop just stop it's fine <laughs> and I managed to like calm myself down about it. I think I was I was pretty chill going into it and it really helped my mate Kira let me stay at hers so she lives like near where Parliament Hill is um so we thought it'd be good a good idea to go down with her and I'm very grateful for the offer because it just made me feel really chill you know being in a, like you're in a house rather than like a hotel well, I don't mind being in a hotel and stuff I'm kind of used to it now but it was just yeah a lot more chill like being cooked a meal by her mum <laughs> being with Kira and Ailey um just chilling with the girls in the evening it just so I wasn't left 
left on my own to sort of stress you know so that was really nice and then traveling with them and then I did I did get quite nervous before I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah but I think that's fair no. um yeah but I think that's normal and I think it's good yeah yeah so, um, if you handle the nerves right then like, yeah you need Tried to stay chill yeah no I think we like like you said people started saying it to you probably in the weeks before but not necessarily you're going to win but you certainly have a very good chance yeah um and I think I mean I was pretty confident that you would um oh, thanks Joe <laughs> and because you had a yeah like I say you had a really good run of bucks um and then like on the race itself when you came around that first lap I was at the top of the hill um you had a lap to go I, I think I could tell then that you were going to win and so could everyone from Loughborough that I was stood oh. with I, mean, I know disrespect to the other girls you were racing but yeah yeah you looked pretty comfortable and then just from well based on the live stream just pulled away pretty easily i suppose um yeah talk us through like the race yeah what was going through your head yeah so we started and obviously that hill brutal start i was just like oh it's fine the start the first hill will fly by because it's the start everyone's just going through it but i honestly felt awful on the first hill <laughs> like <laughs> See, I, I thought it did fly by I, yeah 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 i don't know maybe i wasn't warmed up enough but i, I did my normal warm-up so i must have been i don't know yeah. it's probably just me stressing in my head um but then got to the top and I was just like right just you know it's fine we're fine um so yeah just I just didn't want to like push it too early and go crazy so I just sort of stuck it in saw sort of saw what was going on a bit and then I felt yeah good sort of when you saw me yeah I did feel good um and then I just I didn't really make a full move I'd say I just sort of tr like sped up a bit and sort and wanted to see like what how if others would respond basically and then I just felt really good going up the second hill and just pushed on because also it, for me it, I've been doing 8k so yeah. 6k was a little bit shorter than usual so that was nice I mean I don't know if nice is the right word it was still parliament hill yeah <laughs> but yeah so it was yeah it was it was good I felt good felt strong and really enjoyed it because I've just never been in that position really before yeah <laughs> so yeah and, it, and obviously that finish is amazing just downhill yeah, so, no, yeah I'm you, enjoying it you told me after your race I don't know how you learned this because you were quite a long way ahead and probably didn't because oh, no. you, well, you told me to think of the top of the hill when uh, yeah. you down and finish as the finish yeah 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 yeah. but like yeah that was sort of not needed for your race but um yeah that was good advice you're right like when you come down the hill it's just yeah just I mean the black looks so hard but it's so full <laughs> yeah exactly um like I said the course is pretty brutal um do you think that helped you or I suppose you probably used to think of yourself more as a track runner but um yeah yeah change. But, yeah do you think that type of course helps you or, or not or just the, the fact that you've been doing longer longer races yeah maybe just yeah maybe a bit of both um I kind of I don't usually well in the past I haven't liked mud at all but I think just you know the different training that I've been doing the past couple of years like it's really helped like the Bradgate sessions and the hills and Beacon Road, <laughs> you know, all them um, really good um, for hill like fitness and stuff. So, yeah, just with mud, just have to. I think it's mental as well. I used to just sort of feel ugh, in the mud and just like kind of give up, but I think just a lot stronger now as well. Because doing gym, I never used to do gym either. So, just feel a lot, str a lot stronger basically. So, yeah, just tried to keep a positive attitude towards the mud and hills. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's really good, isn't it? Just trying yeah. to pick yourself into believing yeah. it helps you. Yeah, but I suppose... 
but it's the mud like oh god I hated that mud like oh that was a struggle to keep in a positive mindset but I think it's because everyone was saying Parliament Hill is going to be like a mud bath like so bad so I was expecting like awful but I think it was pretty standard for Parliament Hill really probably not by the time it was your race I feel bad for you (laughs) yeah it was to be fair ours wasn't too bad it gets yeah you get worse because I think like pretty much half the runners that were there on the day were in that men's race there was like two and a half thousand or something daft that started but like by the time you get to the third lap 25th wow yeah okay I didn't win but um um yeah so it was getting pretty bad but there were still more runnable sections I thought than about a bit much for me yeah that's true actually um so yeah um and then so after the race like I think what's so nice about being in a big team I love but and you have your home club there as well um is that there's just so many people like at the finish line like there to oh, yeah, congratulate so you and like particularly yeah, there, there were quite a few Loughborough girls in that race and Lorna ran yeah. well and it was like I found it pretty cool having everyone there at the end having come 25th which I think yes. was good but I didn't win so like yeah. being a national champion and having those for the moments again that must have been pretty cool oh yeah it was so nice yeah it was so nice to see everyone and like even coming down the ho- like the yeah the home straight I could see like in the corner of my eye all, all of you like there um all of the Loughborough gang um and it was just yeah it was just lovely to give everyone a hug that's the thing after race, I just feel like I just spend the next half an hour just hugging people yeah yeah no, I, Zoe didn't have time for a cool down in the end so I had to get her back to the hotel to go yeah. out my family and I'd spent so uh... long like milling around at the end yeah. I, I just yeah. was waiting to taxi my home yeah we were like oh well, we'll go back to the tents in a bit and like change shoes and cool down but that just went out the window because then you just get to watching the other races and stuff as well so, yeah yeah well our cool down was watching you basically so there we go <laughs> <laughs> um and then you went back to Loughborough for some celebrations with I suppose no yeah. point yeah. no if you don't enjoy it so yeah, yeah. good night yeah, after celebrating it was good yeah it was just nice to finally relax and be like got the job done um and yeah everyone have a good time yeah very good um and then well talking of after parties i suppose moving on to bucks yeah um it was a few weeks ago now or over a month ago now which again has blown by um crazy crazy so you were part of a very strong upper team it was you kirsty walker abby donnelly and grace carson jess judd was going to be in i think which would have been borderline unfair <laughs> yeah. um it's probably fair to say you went in as big favorites and then you had three in the top well your three scorers were in the top four um yeah. showed the boys how it was supposed to be done um uh. <laughs> what were your like aims going in individually or was it sort of just all about team i honestly had no idea really because i'd never done a bucks before and didn't really know sort of who was going to be at bucks because i didn't really know like because obviously you can look at Liverpool and races like that, but you don't really know who's at uni or like who, yeah, yeah, you just don't know. So I kind of went in with no expectations, really, just the fact of we should probably win the team and we can win the team. So that's what I was thinking about the whole way, really, um, just the team, which was nice for a change, you know, because it's always so yeah. individual. But I genuinely was thinking, like, get the team gold, get team gold. Um because I'm not going to lie, I found that tough, that course. <laughs> yeah, I hated so, that. It's probably the worst course I've ever run. Yeah, yeah, honestly. So I just was like, that was what was motivating me to keep going, basically. Yeah. Like, we've got this. I was like, yeah. Because I saw them at 
those the three laugh girls at the front at the start and I was like oh my gosh like I need to get a move on here like what's going on so um yeah no it was fun well the run was not what I would call fun but <laughs> but overall Bucks was, yeah. yeah was really no, fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then you had a good race so you came fourth Kirsty yeah. won I was happy Kirsty smashed it she was on a mad one wow yeah. crazy and then was Abby only second Megan yes. third I think so yeah very strong yeah very strong podium and yeah you were fourth but um well, yeah amazing on you as well where does that whole experience obviously you're about to run for gb so that um will be good as well but yeah. in your relatively short running career like where does bucks as a whole experience like sit for you because like the atmosphere the experience like the team atmosphere like just yeah. being about loughborough yeah it was pretty cool and like right up there with even though I didn't have a great run and we didn't win team gold, you were still up there with like some of the best like running experiences I've done. So yeah, was it the same to you? Yeah, hundred percent. Like it was just completely different to any other race because everyone gets so competitive with their uni. It's so funny, isn't it? Um, but it's so good to see. Um, like running round, it was just so nice to have everyone like laugh in a big group and then they'd like move around somewhere else and you'd just be like running like trying to get to them again yeah. especially on that course like I was like looking for them like I need some support <laughs> um so yeah no it was so nice and everyone was so loud like they just it just lifted you so it was amazing Love yeah. It. yeah yeah I, I got I mean I, I missed the start of your race I don't know what it was as I was warming up yeah. but yeah like for the start it was just like goosebumps like a wall of noise when you sort of turn back on yourself out on that yeah. first field yeah, yeah it was just crazy. ridiculous for, for a country and for a not even a professional cross country like yeah very cool yeah. um how did it compare for you to like other team events that you've done like english schools track english schools cross mini marathon um yeah because i'm sure you've had lots of good experiences in those things too yeah well it was just loud i'd say <laughs> louder <laughs> um yeah um never really did too well at english schools track um but cross country was always a good team vibe as well really good um and like with my club um never really had because we're quite a small club so never really had um a sort of girls team so it was nice to yeah be part of a girls team and like have a yeah have a big squad so yeah it was it was definitely a new experience i'd say and it was really yeah. nice and i'm excited for next year already yeah me too i'm looking for bucks track as well because i've been on a third year and i've not done a bucks track it's well no ah, it's not even yeah. been one because of covid yeah so yeah so this is your I've, time yeah right, if i make the team that is <laughs> no when you make the team come on okay. George. <laughs> um so then going back to like even younger i suppose i was stalking you on power of 10 earlier oh, this God. morning oh, no. um and you were a very good junior better than i was of younger age groups uh, but I don't know. you go back to like yeah 2016 17 you were like top 50 really at, yeah. in the schools and counties <laughs> which is still very good um, right. but you've come a long way since then like what do you put that down to i suppose just consistent hard work enjoying yeah, it i don't know i think just like not taking it too seriously when you're younger and just um yeah I don't know just kind of no I was I didn't really think about it too much I just turned up to training every Tuesday Thursday but I didn't really know what I was doing other than that if I'm honest so yeah just and then just sort of got more sort of got a better idea 
as the years went on of what I should probably be doing. Yeah. Um, but just gradually increased bit of training. And then, I mean, it really, I really saw improvements basically when I came to uni. Actually, probably from lockdown, actually, because when we had nothing else to do, yeah. <laughs> <I> just run. <laughs> so, um, yeah, probably from lockdown, I started probably doing more training, um, really, and like being more on it and thinking about it more. And then when I came to Loughborough, I sort of had more of a plan, obviously, with Bill. Um, so, yeah, and just the different types of sessions that I've just never really done before. I think it's made a massive change. So yeah, yeah definitely. Come a long way. Um, and well, one power ten. Your first entry is actually seventy-five meter race. <laughs> oh god. Um, where you ran twelve point six, which is not bad. Did I don't even you know. Did you as a sprinter or? No, I think I started. I remember starting at the athletics club because I did like the classic. I did sports day and I quite I was alright running, so I was like, you know, what, I'll join the club. Um, but then I was doing like a multi-group. So I did like hurdles <laughs> and like long jump and high jump. I don't know why, but I just got put in that group. Um, and I was, then I'd, I'd watch people run around the track, like in the endurance group. And I'd sort of just be like, I kind of just want to do that because it's just putting one foot in front of the other. I don't have the competency, <laughs> is that a word, to yeah. hurdle realistically. So I was like, yeah. So then I went to the, running group and then that was probably a better decision for me yeah it worked out pretty well um yeah yeah so probably was um that's why i've got 75 meters on my power of 10 <laughs> <laughs> well I, mean, I think you'd beat 12 6 these days Hope so. I, honestly i really don't know if i would <laughs> hopefully um and i imagine when you were well watching those people run around in circles or inside doing it yourself um yeah. you probably would well either dreamed of or maybe not believed that you'd be running for GB for yeah, no, probably first time a few years later. Um, you've run for England a few times. Um, but yeah, I know you're quite, quite modest, but um, how much of an achievement is it to be running for GB? Um, yeah, you must be pretty proud. Um, yeah, I'm happy, especially considering I was so close to going Euros. So that was really frustrating. But, you know, just keep going, guys. <laughs> um, so I'm just happy that it's happened this season because... Uh, for me and Kirsty as well, because we were, I feel like we both we both are like would be close to making the team. So, yeah. so I think yeah, we deserved it. I think we've been working hard. So yeah, I'm really grateful to have that opportunity and very excited. Yeah, so it's in Portugal, like you said, flying on Wednesday. Is that right? Yeah, we're flying Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and it's so a, a boy and a girl both run. 4k and a boy and a girl that both run 2k yes so four people um mixed relay yeah um yeah gb yoga team so you're doing a 4k leg yes yeah. yeah i believe i'm starting it i might be wrong but i think it's boy girl boy girl so yeah 4k 4k 2k 2k so um no i just said boy girl boy girl i mean the other way around girl boy girl boy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um so yeah i think it'll be exciting um i'm excited to do something different because obviously i've just been doing normal cross races um and like it's 4k so it's not a sprint which i'm glad <laughs> about as well um so yeah should be fun should be interesting and i think the course is like i might be wrong but i think it's a bit of track and then a bit of like the wasteland at the side of it so a bit of both which will be fun as well 
um yeah and yeah can't wait yeah so i imagine it'll be pretty fast pretty if there's a track involved as well but portugal i presume is pretty dry um, i'm hoping so, i've had enough of mud now if i'm honest yeah. <laughs> um yeah i'll be caked in mud of the intercounty he's very jealous of oh yeah you portugal. will wow um you're gonna yeah. love it yeah yeah maybe um yeah i presume like well do you have any like time aim in mind or is it do you just there to race obviously on the first leg you can just race which is quite nice yeah that's true that's what i'm, I'm quite happy about that because i'll be able to like actually see what's going on really um and i don't know like what kind of i'm a bit scared like it's worlds like i don't know what standard i don't know what countries get involved so it would yeah it'll just be interesting to see but i don't really have a time in mind i haven't really thought about it too much because i don't really know like i don't know don't really know about 4k but um yeah. what we were saying the other day i kind of just think of it as more like a 5k i guess cross country 4k so i'm just i'm just gonna kind of think of it as a sort of 5k effort really i guess yeah, that's probably probably the best way and just they've been your race and other people as well like yeah, exactly. It's similar to Man Mansfield or something like that. Yeah, will just happen. I'm I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I don't. Well, we should probably say it's World Student Games. So you've qualified sort of based on your run up bucks. Is that? Yeah. So I think based on that and also track times because the relay they looked at track um quite a lot. So um I said I put myself where I'll be like and I was like um. I'd like to be considered for the relay because I just thought it'd be fun. So, um, uh, yeah, I think I, they could have put me in the main race, I think, but I'm glad they didn't because it was 10K. <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't done a 10K before and just, you know, end of season kind of not really up for that. Um, but a 4K sounds quite nice. But I bet it I bet it still won't be nice, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it would just be an amazing experience yeah. with you. But have you had the kit drop and everything that comes with? Yeah. Yeah, we had um the like Nike competition kit and then we've got some new balance bucks kit coming, I think, which hasn't come yet. But yeah. Very cool. And um, like you said, there's quite a few from up ago, or there was, there was five. There's, there's now three. So Ned, Potter's oh. relay as well. Yes. He's in the main 10k women's race yeah and then matt who is your boyfriend was yes. supposed to be in the 10k race but he's been ill yes. and ben west was supposed to be in the relay and yeah. he's been injured so that's a shame that's... but still a nice group of left runners yeah going with to yeah share the experience with yeah yeah it will be good it'll be nice so car sharing with kirstie and ned to the airport on wednesday should have yeah we'll have a good time good but, but we will miss ben and matt a lot <laughs> yeah definitely um and then, well, going into track season, we're then going to Portugal again for warm weather training, which will be good fun. Have you been warm weather training before? Have you done anything no, like I've, that? I haven't really done anything like that before. So that's, yeah, really excited with them um, to go with everyone as well. It will be, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be like a holiday, but obviously also a training camp. Like, I just can't wait to get away. I haven't been away for so long. Um, just have some nicer weather and, yeah, enjoy a change of scenery definitely and then that goes pretty much straight into bucks track i think which is yeah. the end of april so we've probably got 10 days ish i think after mm -hmm. we get back from portugal so Bucks track is pretty early but that's sort of the way it is with university mm. um dates i suppose but um is that one of your big aims for this year bucks track do you even know what event you'd like to target <laughs> no um 
yeah I'm, I'm really excited for it um but I yeah I'm not really sure what I'm doing yet if I'm honest because I know Bill said that I should probably do try a 5k which I'm up for it's a lot of laps but I'm up for it <laughs> um and I probably want to try it sort of towards this more of the start of the season I guess when I've got more of the cross-country base um but I don't know if I'll do it at Bucks or the 15 because my 15 it has been my preferred distance and I'm probably more used to it but then it is quite early on so I think we'll just see um like yeah how the training camp goes and what what we think really I suppose because if you not run a 5k on the track before that's the thing I haven't run a 5k so that would probably be my first 5k so um, but would you I don't know would you need to to get into books is there standards I don't oh yeah I didn't even think of that maybe I, yeah I'd probably need a time actually yeah, that's very true. So maybe I can't even do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure you would you would get the time. So it's whether there's time to fit one in before then. Yeah. Exactly. Bucks, I think there's the so the week before was Bucks 10k at Loughborough, and then I okay. think there's like a Loughborough Open that day as well, but there probably is a 5k. Oh, right. Okay. But, well, maybe we'll see. We'll see. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the PVs at the moment are well, nothing for the 5k, but 416, yes. the 1500, which was Watford, I think. Um, yeah. And then I think 9.24, but that was a terrible day in Loughborough, wasn't it? Um, it was quite awful, day. yeah. It was a um, race, though. It was a good, like, it was it was a race. Like, it was, you know? Yeah. But but no one was going to run rapid, so, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, so what do you think you can run this year, either for 5K or but particularly the 1500, that PB of 14? Um, do you have any particular aims? I don't have any particular aims yet. Basically, I need to go for my coffee meeting with Bill, which I need to sort out because <laughs> we're going to then sort of have a, more of a think yeah. about what we're doing. So, yeah, um, I'll probably get a better idea after I've met Bill and had a chat about it. But, um, yeah, I don't really know. I haven't really thought about it yet. Um, but obviously, would like would love to get a PB, you know, as big as possible, which same as everyone, I'm sure. Um, and then, yeah, try a 5K see what I prefer really well based on your cross-country season I'd say you'd, you'd be pretty good at 5k I thought so um hopefully um would you prefer these tracks your preferred discipline yes. I'd probably yeah. say that yeah but I've obviously enjoyed this season this cross season but yeah I do want to try a bit of, like indoors next year but I sort of was, was focusing on nationals this year um but yeah we'll, we'll see yeah exciting um exciting weekend exciting season ahead i'm sure um we'll finish with some quick fire questions if that's okay okay of course um so either just yeah a word and a well a name yeah just first thing that comes into mind oh no i'm so bad at this okay <laughs> um if you could go for a run with any sports person doesn't have to be a runner but assuming they could keep up with you who would it be right. and where would you run um I probably this is probably so generic, but I'm probably just gonna have to say Kipchoge because he just seems really sweet and really cute. It's probably um, my answer, isn't it? Yeah, and he's just yeah, just feel like you could gain some knowledge off him. He just seems very wise, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but probably the probably the right one. Yeah. Um, if you could go back and witness any like sporting event live, what would it be? Thunder twenty twelve, anything like that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I remember watching it on the TV, and it was just amazing. Like, what what was it? Super Saturday? Is that what they? Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. We'd definitely yeah. go up for that. Yeah. Can I do that? Um, if you could be a professional athlete in any sport besides running, what would it be? 
Um, I'd probably say gymnastics because I used to be a gymnast um, and love watching a bit of gymnastics. I think it's so impressive. And I used to be able to do some impressive stuff, but now if I tried, I'd probably break my body. So (laughs) that's gone out the window. I'd be a lot worse. I can promise you that. Um, And if you can only run in one like race a year, so I know Watford or the National or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, you're only running one race a year every year. What would it be? Oh, I'm probably going to have to say Watford BMC because I don't know. I feel like it's just a good vibe. I've never done it. Pardon, you've never done it. I've never done it. I'm definitely going to go this year. Oh, definitely go. You'll get a PB, hundred percent. Yeah, my track must be short. It's the PB track. I've never not got a PB at Watford, apart from when I decked it and DNF'd. Um, <laughs> every time you finish the race you've you've got a pb yeah but then that's putting pressure on myself now because it's going to get harder <laughs> to get a pb now so yeah we'll see but i um yeah 10 out of 10 would recommend watford i'll definitely i'll definitely be there this year i don't know why i haven't been before but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right well yeah thank you very much for coming on um Thanks. well done again last weekend and good luck next weekend i'll, I'll see you before then obviously but um yes and you good luck as well thank you and yeah thank you for your time thanks george it was lovely to be on thank you see you soon bye